0: All right, welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix. I got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. All right, gang, we got a lot of fucking topics today, so let's jump into this, so uh, this isn't a fucking 29-hour-long episode, but th- the first one up is someone who I don't think I've ran it on before, but um, fuckface Rand Paul. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're right, I'm telling like Mac again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, buddy, where are you going? Hold on, the-, the Q-tip needs attention. Okay, buddy, just, there you go. But fuckface Rand Paul. And the reason why this asshole made the hit list is for two reasons. Eh, probably more than that. But, again, I, I love it. No, I don't. But but I love it how, again, we are in this day and age, gang, where everyone is a fucking expert. Right? Again, your ability to, to dial up Google on your high-speed internet is not a medical license. Right? Again, doctor, where are you going, dude? Buddy... Again, this fucker is full of energy and life now. (laughs) Sit your monkey ass down, buddy. But where the fuck was I? Oh, yeah, I've been an expert. Again, your ability to look shit up on Google does not make you an expert. And again, it seems like it's only with medicine. You know good and goddamn well if your toilet was gurgling. And even if a carpenter gave you suggestions, you know what you would do? You're like, shut the fuck up, right? You're going to go to get a fucking plumber. Because if you don't, and when you wake up in the morning and your house is flooded with piss and shit water, no one's going to feel sorry for you. There's a plumber fucking everywhere. But we do it with infection fucking disease, right? I mean, you even got fucking like uh, Ron Death Santis. Right again, he's, he's got his nose up Trump's ass. Because if Trump, Trump, I mean, uh, Trump, hold on, let me get Buddy up here. Come here, dude. Okay. I got the tip. Uh, DeSantis, fucking Abbott, they're, they're only doing this, gang, because they're trying to get into the White House. I guarantee you. Right? Power corrupts. And, and that's all that's happening here. But all of a sudden, DeSantis, a Navy guy, a lawyer, is now all of a sudden... Smarter than Fauci. I mean, he's turned Fauci's last name literally into a four-letter word. He's got mugs and and koozies and fucking t-shirts that says, don't Fauci my Florida, which wouldn't be so fucking bad, but idiots are buying that and lapping that shit up. I know people personally who think Fauci is a fucking moron. One person in particular... This person's a housewife. And guess what, gang? There are a few jobs more important than being a mom. I guarantee you. I'm not ragging her for that. I'm ragging her for being fucking stupid. Right? Because, again, Fauci's stupid. I'm not getting vaccinated. Blah, 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 blah. Let there be an outbreak at COVID at this lady's school. She'll be the first one to go to the fucking Callahan's feed store. And pumper fucking 50-year-old full of Ever Mike T, you know, whatever the fuck you say it. But again, I love it how everyone's a fucking expert. Now, Rand Paul got into it with Fauci several occasions. And that last one, you know, the fucking militant Keebler elf, otherwise known as Anthony Fauci, he got tired of it. Y'all remember? And it was pretty much, he didn't say it, but his face was like, dude, fuck you. You do not know what you are talking about. And here's the thing, gang, if I am not mistaken, Rand Paul is actually a licensed doctor, right? I think an eye doctor, if I'm not mistaken. Let's say he's the best eye doctor there is. You're still not an infectious disease expert, asshole. So when, then when a nation's leading infectious disease expert says something, I think the good thing to do is to shut the fuck up. Get out your big chief tablet. Write your, your big Husky number two pencil and write what he says down. But, but, but no, all of a sudden, we know more than Dr. Anthony. Fatt. Everyone in this country, shut the fuck up. Again, I'm a seventh degree in Kaji Kimbo. That means I don't suck. My best friend, uh, Aikido. I'm trying to is it fourth or fifth degree, Sifu, right? As much as I know about Kaji Kimbo, you know what I know about Aikido? Not a fucking thing. And so when he says, this is how you do this uh, joint lock in Aikido, you know what I do? I shut the fuck up and I listen to what he has to say. And he would pay me the exact same respect if we're going over Kaji Kimbo technique. Right? So again, he made the hit list for that. Right? Because he had that little outburst. And then when Fauci finally just had enough. Right. And he was just like, you do not know what you're talking about. Again, I love it. No, I don't. But I love it. I'll get out. Again, how everyone's an infectious disease expert now. But the, re- the real reason, gang, why he made the hit list today, right, is I saw a picture of him that he posted at a gun store. And he's got his hands in his pockets and he's just kind of staring wistfully. And gang, I don't think I'm exaggerating when I tell you. There were probably about 125 firearms just sitting there. And his caption was something along the lines of, you know, staring at what the Democrats want to outlaw or some shit like that. Gang, never, never, ever, ever has the Second Amendment ever been threatened. Y'all remember when the big thing was, Obama's going to take away our guns. I will pay you $100 for every time in his eight years you heard that man directly threaten the Second Amendment in any way, shape, or form. No one has. No one has credibly threatened the fucking Second Amendment. Right? But again, you know what is being threatened? Women, especially in the state of Texas. I told you before, welcome to the handmaiden's tale. Minorities and their ability to vote. Threatened, about to be stripped, right? Guns have never once been threatened in this country or your ability to own one. Again, matter of fact, hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, Delicious. Gin and truth, let's go. Gang, that drink right there, that was for all the brave children who gave their lives in the line of innocence so that Cletus can maintain his right to own a fucking bazooka. But, gang, you know why they do shit like this? It is a distractionary topic. Think about all the things that are going on right now. Right now. Again, we got COVID 19, we got Lambda, we got Delta. We're now sitting looking at Mu coming about to whip our. Trump was in the White House. Racism seems to be back, uh, has elevated itself to where it was in the 1960s and 50s. We got climate change. We got real fucking problems in this country. Guns, not one of them. Or, Or at least your ability to own one. Oh yeah, school shootings, right? We got real problems. The second amendment being threatened is not one of them. But again, this is distractionary. Listen to Rand Paul, listen to fuckface Ben Shapiro, listen to Michael Knowles, listen to Tucker Carlson, listen to all these talking heads. Gang, when you have time to, oh, let's throw in fuckface Candace Owens, the Coontress. When you've got time to talk about Dr. Seuss at the top of your news hour, Mr. Potato Head, a, a trans Muppet. Gang, this, this this is tabloid shit. I don't know if they still make it, but Mr. Potato Head now being kind of a non-binary, non-gender specific buddy. Where are you going? Hold on, buddy. Buddy needs to be the topic of today's episode. Hold on, let's let's just get a quick hashtag. Go, buddy. Go, buddy. Okay, hold on. Just hang in there, dude. Where, where are you going? <laughs> you don't even fucking know. Where the fuck was I? Oh, yeah. This is National Enquirer shit. Again, the the fact that times are changing. Right? Again, what are we going to tell our kids? Fuck your kids. I don't even care about those little bastards. Right? Tell them that Mr. Potato Head isn't Mr. Potato Head anymore. Ten bucks says they're going to be just fine. The only one panicking is you. But these are not news stories. Right? Dr. Seuss the woke brigade, oh, I said woke, conservative buzzword, hold on. The woke brigade, excuse me, did not attack Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss, the estate of Dr. Seuss, you know what they said? They said, yo, uh, this is some racist ass shit, and so we're going to pull these six books they, they, they make any statement, they're going to come knocking on your door, right? We're, we're not going to strip you up like Madison Carthorn. remember that fuck face, right? They're going to knock on your doors. They're going to give you a shot. They're going to take away your Bible. No, they're not. Again, another distractionary topic, right? Dr. Seuss just said these depictions of minorities in the 40s, 50s, no one knew any better. Now we know better. So we're going to pull it. Fox, all those assholes. Boy, they just got their underwear tied up in their butthole, didn't they, gang? Right? But every second we spend talking about a trans Muppet, right, what do we tell our children? You you, you tell them that one of the Muppets is trans. Then you say, go outside and play, little bastard. You're watching too much TV. These are not major news stories, gang. But again, every single second, Now, we spend talking about this bullshit. We're we're, we're missing one more second talking about something infinitely more important. Right? You're tired of talking about COVID? So am I. Who gives two shits, right, about your fucking guns? What about my guns? Are you going to shoot COVID with it? Oh, that's right. You're not. So, again, Rand Paul sitting up here talking about this is what the Democrats want to take away from. Shut the fuck up. But, again, that is nothing more than a damn distractionary topic. And again, that that holds as much validity as me going to war. It's like, you know, I, I heard they're going to start pulling celery. I mean, you just won't be able to buy celery anywhere. I mean, shit. I'm going to do a two-hour gin and truth, instead of interviewing women on how they feel about living in handmade made Intel, Texas, I need to talk about celery. Just in case you guys aren't aware, there is no threat to celery. You can still buy celery. I think it's disgusting, but yo, knock yourself out. It's water you can crunch. I don't need that. I'll buy a steak instead. But I would be just as valid as Fox and everybody else Because, again, right now, the state of Texas fucking sucks ass. That is what Uncle Bobby needs to focus on. That's why I'm lining up these interviews with all these women. And even if they were going to pull celery off the grocery store shelves, who gives a shit in comparison? So to wrap this one up, gang, again, distractionary topics. They are literally there to make us not talk about the real shit. Again, COVID is the real shit. The state of our country is the real shit. Your guns, for all you amosexuals, are safe. Go buy $10,000 more. All right, gang, we're moving on to another topic. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Gin and truth, let's go. Gang, seriously, buddy's just cold chilling on the desk. Just hanging out. Go, buddy. Can you guys know who Josh Forrestine is? Forrestine, however the fuck I say this asshole's name. Again, if you don't, congratulations. But now I'm gonna pollute your brain. I don't suffer by myself. Gang, this is some evangelical asswipe who got he got kind of famous on YouTube, right? Challenging atheists and all this other crap. And he was the one who never backed it up. Shocking, right? A Christian not keeping their word. Maybe someone should tell him what the ninth commandment is. He probably doesn't even fucking know, even though he's a pastor. Oh, hold on. I just built. Hashtag unprofessional. I got Dr. Strange in the background, gang. It's actually a good fucking movie. Like, real good. Now he's trying to get the use of his hands back. Hashtag, it's not going to work. I've seen the end of this movie, Dr. Strange. You're about to become a wizard. We're back on topic. But again, this is a guy. It literally is like a $10,000 atheist challenge. Now, he's not the only... Oh, let's get Buddy down. He's making me nervous. Go on your bed, Q-tip. There you go. Go, Buddy. So this fucker's thing, John Lennox has done it. They've all done it. And it's the... So they'll approach an atheist or however the fuck this thing works. And they'll draw this enormous circle. And then they started off with the world's dumbest question. Right? Okay, let's say this is all the knowledge in the universe. I'm serious, they ask that. How much, and they give you a marker, how much knowledge do you think you have? Okay, that's a stupid question. And that, to me, that's right up there with Ray Comforts. How many lies have you told in your entire life? I was like, Ray, I'm going to be honest with you. I stopped counting the number of lies right after I start stopped uh, fucking counting the number of farts that I ripped. No one counts that. That's a stupid question, right? So stop, but he does not But again, in order to ask, you know, how much knowledge do you have of all the total knowledge in the universe? That's assuming someone has actually quantified how much knowledge there actually is to have. But again, what most people do is that they'll shade a very small portion or what most do is like they'll make a little dot, Right? Now, okay, I have this much knowledge. I don't know. And I was like, well, that's not a lot. I'm like, well, no, I mean, I'm one guy. I I don't even speak German, right? So, I I mean, fuck, I don't don't know. And then he goes from there, gang. And so they'll take the pen. It's like, okay, so that's all the knowledge you have. Like, yeah, I, I guess. And then they'll shade the rest of the circle. And then they'll be like, so this is all the knowledge you don't have. Yeah, okay. I don't know where you're going with this. So of all the knowledge that you don't have, God could be somewhere in this knowledge that you don't have. It's like, is that really your argument? That is the dumbest fucking argument there is, gang. Well, they're all fucking stupid, but that's right up there with it. Even if you created a shadow of doubt, which you didn't, that's not an argument. That's just a stupid, literal illustration, right? But the reason why this fuckface made the hit list today, that's kind of what he does. But the reason why he made the Hit List, gang, he's an actual pastor. He is. And gang, being a pastor, you're, you're a showman. You, you are. And I remember listening to, I think it was like Chris Rock. He compared. Again, comedy isn't just getting up on stage and telling jokes. There's a rhythm to it. There is. There's an ebb and a flow. And you build them up. You give them the punchline. It, it, it's a concert. You are the director. And I remember him breaking it down. Being a preacher is the exact same thing. And when I look back, especially as an atheist, the times I've gone to church when I've been invited, they do, they have a pattern. They absolutely have a pattern. They build you up, they bring you down. And I'm thinking like one church in particular, gang, you can almost count it to the minute. It's almost like the 41 minute mark, doesn't matter who's on the podium, they all start to cry. Right? And they bring you down, bring you down to the building. The next thing you know, you're cheering like you're at the fucking NCAA national football game. Right? They have a rhythm. And Josh is actually very good at it. But the reason why I'm going to drag his monkey ass to the fucking mud gang, because he, this should, I bullshit you, especially where we are. There's a dog snoring in the background. But especially where we are, gang, right? To get right to it. This should literally be considered a crime because he's sitting there and you can, he's at that peak moment. He's at that peak fucking moment of his sermon, right? And it's like, don't let them tell you that you need a mask. Don't let them tell you you need a vaccine. You got Jesus. Jesus is your cure. Jesus is your vaccine. And gang, he's getting them riled up. And the fucked up thing is, and you know I'm right, How many people in this fucking country have gone to feed stores to get Evermectine? Or I I can't say it for shit. I told you I can't. You have actual physicians telling you the vaccine, you know, the one that you don't have to pay for, the one that is now FDA approved. Go do that. It'll cost you zero dollars. Do you guys know? Again, I didn't. I got to look this shit up. Right? I. I've heard doctors tell me, yeah. Ever how do you say it? The I word. Just call it Idaho. You guys know that the Idaho does get used in human bodies, but it's a literally a different animal and a different dose than what goes into a fucking horse. You idiots, right? So you, you get if people are willing to go to feed stores for their life-saving medication, you know, getting goddamn well when someone tells you that the blood of a magical Jew is your cure. Your faith is your vaccine. They're going to listen to him. I remember doing a story earlier, I think maybe season three, beginning of season three, and part of it was fuckface, face, uh, Pastor Greg Locke. Again, this asshole literally could not define a pandemic, even though one, he was asked, and two, he said, this isn't a pandemic. And the reporter reporter's like, what's a pandemic? He was like, I don't know. Well, then how can you say it's a pandemic? I just know that it is. Th- that's exactly the type of person who believes that a virgin can get pregnant. But the story on this one, gang, was his words literally separated a story because half of them, Believed Greg Locke. Guess who died of COVID? They're listening to pastors more than they're listening to physicians. And gang, this isn't just like, you know, fuck face S.J. Thomason. Y'all remember when her monkey ass sat up there and said, what was it? Christianity cures depression. Gang, I need a drink just because I said S.J.'s name. Shit. Gosh, she's a fucking terrible person. But when that idiot got up there and she said that Christianity cures depression, what's the drill, gang? You guys all know the drill. She says something fucked up. We all call her out on it. Then she says, oh, well, I didn't say that. Then Florida Line digs in off in her ass and she posts that tweet. Florida Line keeps everyone's receipts. I told y'all. Y'all cannot lie to that woman. She will fuck you up. It is either just to tell her the truth or she will embarrass you. Well, she would post a, a fucking tweet. that as she said, and I still remember because I was one of those people. Because, again, gang, I have tried to take my own life. I guess the good thing is I suck at fucking suicide. If you're feeling suicidal, gang, call for help. Seriously. Seriously. But I I just can't fucking die. (laughs) I'm like fucking Logan. (laughs) It's not that I haven't tried. I just suck at it. And I told her personally in DMs over on uh, Twitter. I was like, you're going to get someone fucking killed. You are. When you're in the depths of that level of fucking depression, you don't know what you're going to reach for first. It is literally a game of seconds. Get on your knees to pray versus calling an actual physician Fuck around and it's going to cost you your life. What did she say? Well, Robert, it's not like I told people to not. Shut the fuck up, Stephanie. You're a sack of shit. But the comparison is, at least she can kind of wiggle behind that fucked up ass excuse. Josh can't. He straight up told people, don't get the vaccine. And it's not like he said, don't get the vaccine and social distance. He's right up told In a church full of people, elbow to fucking elbow, gang. Don't wear a mask. Don't get the vaccine. The blood of Jesus will protect you. Your faith in God is your mask. He is committing homicide. He, like Greg Locke. All these fucking idiots. And it's not just with COVID, gang. How many example after example after example after example do we have of Christians listening to their pastors versus going to a fucking physician? I told y'all a friend of mine. I again, I'm so the kid is okay. Long story short, but their daughter literally fell deathly ill in the middle of the night. I guess just because she knows my first name, I made this uh, text blast list saying, "Oh my god, right? You know my 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 daughter's sick." Now, the reason why I am shocked to make the list is I was literally the only atheist on this list. Gang, my phone blew up all night long. And everyone was like, prayer this, prayer that, Jesus this, God that. I just kept my mouth shut, gang. You know why I didn't say a fucking word? Because while they were praying, they dialed 911. Pray all you want. I told you, Uncle Bobby isn't trying to take anything away from you that you weren't ready to give up. But real world problems require real world solutions. getting at the end, like I told you, the kid's gonna be okay. And I remember it was the dad who sent out the final text and he was like, yo, she's gonna be okay. We're on a good road back to recovery. Jesus works. Thank you for all your prayers. It was your prayers never once saying anything about the doctor who worked like five hours past when her shift was over because she took special interest in this child. Didn't say a fucking word about, again, I got to imagine probably second year law uh, law school, medical school, there's a class and you're not going to get thanked for shit, right? They just, but I don't give a shit because they prayed while they called the doctor. Again, if your version of Jesus only makes you do good things, I like your Jesus. first Fuerstein's Jesus is a fucking cunt. I hate that word, but I'm using it because he he's like uh, Tucker fuck, tuck Fuckface Carlson. I exaggerate to you not, gang. I truly believe, I truly believe that Tucker Carlson, with his words, commits homicide every fucking night. His misinformation is making people do some fucked up ass shit. Josh Furstein is the exact same flavor of asshole. Right? Jesus is your cure. Jesus is your vaccine. Gang, if Jesus is your health care provider, your doctor fucking sucks. Again, he's phenomenal. Right now, a couple of Christians just fucking hung up. And you know what? I don't want you here. If that's how you're going to react to reality, I can't help you. And yes, this actually pisses me the fuck off. Your God is great at helping people hit home runs during the World Series. Your God is fucking phenomenal at finding car keys. Your God sucks at everything else. But again, they like my like my sister, Lady L, right? She'll will be the first one to tell you, right? If your God is half a uh, uh, one tenth of what y'all say he is, his monkey ass wants you to call nine one one. He wants you in your local fucking drugstore getting shot up with actual COVID juice. Josh Furstyn is telling people don't rely on science and data, but I shouldn't be shocked because this is a man who thinks dirt man and rib woman started the entire universe or the human race. Uh, Again, now let's call them Joe and Joanna. Of course their version of Jesus. I like literally if they did not call the doctor, their daughter would be dead. And they prayed and they prayed and they prayed, but they did it in the back of an ambulance. And when the doctors wrote out the prescriptions, they were still praying. And they prayed all the way up till they picked the fucking drugs up from Walgreens. Then they prayed all the way back and when, they, and they continued to pray as they gave their daughter the fucking medication. Their Jesus, I like. Josh's Jesus is a prick. Alright gang, thanks to the world's greatest DJ, I'm looking at the clock. And I'm pressing up on the 29 minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Then I'll be back for part two of Gin and and Truth. truth. Let's go. Gin and Truth Okay. Yeah. black is my voice just cracked there gang. <clears throat> we're, we're gonna build a little bit more over the last moron josh fuckface, whatever the hell his last name is again, if your version of a god makes you do good shit i, I again I, I don't care i truly do not give a shit but when your god yeah, makes you do fucked up shit, makes you make lethal decisions with your life and others. Yeah, I got I got a problem with that. I really do. But uh, yeah, here's another fucking example. Barbara Crosby. I don't even remember where the fuck this moron was from, but she was on my YouTube autoplay this morning. And gang, there was a school board meeting. And of course, again, it's this big fight over masks. And again, this is my fucking problem with religion, at least on this level. Again, Lady L's, God, yeah, I'm looking forward to the first time we get to sit down, and I already told her, tell your man to watch her kids, <laughs> right? She and I, we're going to hug, we're going to cry, we're going to drink brown liquor till we can't see straight, they were going to eat some fucking steaks and watch some fucking baseball. I love this woman; she's fucking phenomenal. But her version of a god makes again. Her her version of God, you'll, you'll never guess what. You'll never guess what. Her God loves gay people, loves trans people. Her version of a God wants your monkey ass to get vaccinated. Her ver. Why would I debate that? I told you I don't give a shit. Oh Hold on, Papa's here. Oh, there you go. He's looking after his brother. You're a good dog, Papa. You are. You're a butthole sometimes. But you're good. Good job. Who am I going to dub it? But again, I don't care. I will never debate her. And, and if I'm in her home, and we're having food, and she's like, we're going to pray before we eat, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pray before I eat. I'm not even close to bullshitting. Again, her God, I like. But Barbara Fuckface Crosby is, again, on a school board. And again, we don't need masks. We don't need vaccines. We don't need to wash our hands. We don't need social... Shut the fuck up, Barbara. Again, I'm quite sure you're really good at your day job, but you suck as an infectious disease expert. You just do. And gang, this idiot, let me cut right to it. Cause it is like, yo, know, our master, no mass, so on and so forth. This moron literally said whether kids live or die, not her concern because who lives or die is up to God. And buddy's on the desk again. Where, where are you going? Dip? Where are you going? You're, you're, we got a new hashtag episode, mood killer. Where, where are you going, buddy? Here, wait. Okay, just. Okay, he's literally. Hold on, let me take a picture of this for uh, Twitter. <laughs> hold on. This, you're, you're killing your father, Larry. Oh, now, 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 buddy's trying to kiss his dad. I'm telling you, this fucker loves me. He really does. It is. You know what? Your God is not the definition of fucking unconditional love. In Bud, we trust. Right, buddy. Hold on. Let's let's get a quick video. All right, Twitter. I'm actually trying to record a show, and Buddy needs to be – and, and where, where are you going, Buddy? And, and the Go, Buddy. All right. <laughs> where the fuck was I? I got a great family, gang. I got a great family. Oh, that's right. Fuckface Barbara Grosby. The, whether the kids live or die, not her concern. Because who lives or dies is up to God. Gang, if you can get people to believe in the absurd, you can get them to commit the atrocious. Uh, I heard earlier this morning about people fucking, uh, comparing uh, COVID masks to slave muzzles. So just in case you're right now, you didn't say, oh, fuck me. Hold on, buddy. That means you don't know what a slave muzzle is. It was made out of old rusted iron. You know what you couldn't do with the fucking slave muzzle? You couldn't take it on and off when you were fucking inconvenienced, asshole. Sometimes they left it on there so long. Again, gang, this is an actual muzzle. You know what the slaves ate when the master left the muzzle on too long? Dirt. Yeah, the the, 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 the muzzle was meant to make you miserable, or to literally make you suffer or starve to death and or starve to death. This is a four-inch piece of gauze. Seriously, snowflake much? Again, what does Uncle Bobby always say about oppression? When you don't know what oppression is, you have to make shit up. And what you make up is normally so fucking stupid. Again, I can't believe they let you out of your cage during the daylight hours. All you fucking pro-life assholes up here talking about, you know, your life is sacred. Then we say, wear a mask. What does this moron say? Fuck it. If they die, she, she sounds like fucking Ivan Drago, right? <laughs> if he dies, he dies. Go fuck yourself, Barbara. But again, that she bought in on the absurd. So now that her monkey ass is wanting to commit the atrocious, She's literally willing to throw children to the fucking lions. Why? Because life and death is up to her invisible sky wizard. Go fuck yourself. All right, gang, we're moving on to another big one. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Jan and Truth, let's go. All right, gang, fuck face Greg Abbott. When's the last time I win an episode without talking about this asswipe? You just got to do it. I live in Texas. This shit is personal. And even if I did it, I'd still be pissed off because it's still personal. This is a human issue, gang. This is just a fucking human issue. So a couple of days ago, there was a press conference, right? And he and his merry band of misogynists, they're, they're still sitting there acting like there was some major victory to celebrate because they literally stripped yeah, there are hardcore Republicans, Again, the last of the old guard, Republicans, not trump who are now bailing and jumping ship. I told you, the majority of women in my life are conservative politically. And they are livid. Again, you can't sit here and talk about personal responsibility. You can't say you're the party of small government. Or maybe you can, because the government is just small enough to, to shove it up a woman's vagina, right? But he's sitting there at this fucking press conference, you know, talking about this major victory that was stripping away women's autonomy. And a reporter asked a very logical fucking question. And i are like, hold on, Greg, let, let me get this straight, dude. You mean not even in the case of rape? Are, are you going to be, are women allowed to have abortions? <coughs> Fuck face Greg Abbott. The first thing his monkey ass said was, oh, no, 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 that's, that's no. That's not what the law says at all, right? A woman has up to the six week mark. But the problem, and don't worry, I'm about to get on that shit too. I'm going to dig off in his monkey ass on that. But the problem is rape. Rape is a crime. And this is where it got sad, gang, because people started to applaud this moronic diatribe. Right? The problem isn't abortion. The problem is rape. So what we're going to do in the state of Texas is uh, eliminate rape. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. We're going to prosecute rape to the... F- Shut the fuck up. What is it? Tom Cruise? It's just fucking the Minority Report? You got the fucking triplets and some fucking water? Right? Murder! Murder! It's a fucking red ball. Shut the fuck up. Right? Rape is as old as the fucking planet, Greg. You know what that's like? That's like if if the if the cost of chemo and uh radiation therapeutics for cancer was skyrocketing, and we're like, Greg, well, I mean, how, how are we gonna solve this problem, dude? Now I mean people need, you know, chemo for for their cancer. Uh, cancer is a sickness. And and here in Texas. We're, we're going to eliminate cancer. Shut the fuck up. You can't eliminate cancer. And sadly, Greg, there's, and there's no punchline to this, you can't eliminate rape. I, I, again, I, I would love, gang, I bullshit you not. If I could ever make the announcement that I am no longer teaching women self-defense because the crime of rape no longer exists, Uncle Bobby... We'll go into the family business. I'm actually qualified to teach high school history. And I I didn't suck as a football player. (laughs) I'll be a coach. I will gladly hang up my gi and my black belts. I will no longer teach women self-defense. I have a job to combat a very vicious portion of our reality. It's kind of like the assholes who sit there and they say, when it's time to talk about uh, paying college athletes, right? What do they say? Well, no one forced you to play. Hey, fuckface, face, you're right. But I did. And not only did I, but millions before me and millions after me. Your argument does not address reality. It's like, how many more analogies? It's like abstinence-only sex education, right? And, and their logic is foolproof. Absolutely foolproof. If teenagers don't have sex, they don't have to worry about STDs. If teenagers don't have sex, they don't have to worry about unplanned pregnancies. But guess what, fuckface? In reality land, again, someone notify Ben Shapiro. A little girl is going to have a wet-ass P-word. A little boy's penis is going to be erect. It's going to happen. So I've got a great idea. Let's address reality. Right? Right? So again, this whole thing, the problem isn't abortion. The problem is rape. We're going to stop rape. Greg Abbott, shut the fuck up. But again, here's yet another conservative man who does not, who literally does not know the inner workings of a wet-ass P-word. Again, you know, I promise you, gang, Ben Shapiro's wife, Greg Abbott's wife, Ted Cruz's wife, these women are probably in spectacular shape. Incredible physical condition. You want to know why? They've got a personal trainer four days a week. Now, the reason why I brought that up is because their personal trainer, who they refuse to miss a session with, is some fucking six-foot-four-inch black dude named Jerome. On a fat day, he is 4% body fat. He has a hurricane tongue and a dick down to his fucking knees. Do you really think all she's doing is working out with Jerome? You guys don't know what a wet ass P-word actually is. My voice gets a little bit gravelly. Hold on, you know what time it is. Jin mm, and Truth, let's go. Every single last one of these women has a personal trainer named Jerome. And after they squat, he blows her back out. He knocks the bottom out of it. I guarantee goddamn to you. Right? They <laughs> get. If, go fuck yourselves. But again, the reason why I bring up that he's got no inner knowledge, working knowledge of a wet-ass P-word, because when that reporter said, you know, you mean not even in cases of rape? And Greg's Ab- Greg Abbott's fucking response, what, what did he say? again? Oh, no, that's not what the law says. Uh, clearly, a woman has up to six weeks to get an abortion. Now, that's either stupidity, ignorance, or I don't know who makes, you know, the sticks, but let's say it's Johnson & Johnson. He must have some stock in Johnson & Johnson, gang. He's going to have women pissing on pregnancy sticks once every 72 hours from here until they change the law in the state of fucking Texas. Because, Greg, at six weeks, the overwhelming majority of women don't know that they're pregnant. Now, if you've gone, <coughs> excuse me, gang, shit, I'm just taking unscripted uh, drinks of Hendricks. It's got to be all the yelling I'm doing, but I'm going to keep going because Uncle Bobby's angry and he likes that. But gang, a woman, if you are six weeks and you haven't had a menstrual cycle, now again, Greg, get, now, get a piece of paper out. Again, you've never seen a wet ass P word, but I have, Right? You can be late on your menstrual cycle. It is, you, you, what are you about, ladies, correct me if I'm wrong. You're probably about 10 or 12 days late on your period. That is not uncommon. And your, your menstrual cycle can can be, quote unquote, irregular for a number of fucking reasons, dude. Right? I just belch. hashtag unprofessional. I just belched again, hashtag unprofessional. Again, you're you're at six weeks. No pregnancy alarm bells are ringing. A change in diet, Greg, can again make a woman go six weeks no menstrual cycle. Change in exercise patterns. I tell you, I've been in the fitness industry for twenty five years. That can change your menstrual uh, cycle. Hormone changes in your body, Greg. Diet changes, Greg. Changes in your diet can possibly change your, the regularity of your menstrual cycle. My ex-wife was a constant traveler for about the first seven years of our marriage. And not just like from Austin, Texas to Dallas, she was always in a different time zone. You know what that brings about? Stress, Greg. Stress can change the regularity of your menstrual cycle. But your monkey ass doesn't know that. So when you sit there and you say, well, she's got up to six weeks. Again, no no woman or very few women at week five, five and a half, at six weeks all right? like, holy shit, I'm carrying a baby. No. You, you, emotionally, you've already budgeted for that, depending on your life. Greg, right now, every woman in the state of Texas is going to go six and seven weeks without a menstrual cycle. You want to know why, fuckface? You have stressed every woman out again. Uncle Bobby is not an expert. I'm a dude. I'm a cisgendered man. I always have, and as far as I know, I will always identify as a fucking dude. I, 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 I don't have a vagina. I've never had a menstrual cycle. I was about to say, I've never had anyone inside of me. But thanks to a family history of prostate cancer, uh, again, I can't tell if that is his finger or his fucking foot. right? But back on the serious tip. Again, this is why Uncle Bobby's lining up interviews with women. They need to be the one to fucking tell you this, Greg. I'm just some angry-ass drunk who doesn't sleep much. But again, when you sit there and you say, well, no, no, they got six weeks. Again, you are just another conservative asshole who does not know how a wet ass P. Wood works. Dumbass. All right, gang, we are moving on to the big daddy of today. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Jan and Truth, let's go. All right, gang, so I brought this up when I was talking about Fuckface Franklin Graham because he has said it. Uh, Some people in my personal and professional life have said it. Again, there's one thing I've noticed about people who make this comment. They literally don't have to work for a living. They are somewhere in between incredibly financially comfortable Too downright rich, right? And it's the comment about these stimulus checks. And it really bothers me, gang. It really fucking bothers me. And these are the people who make the comment that, again, and I'm so glad Franklin Graham was okay with the first round of stimulus checks. Thank you, Franklin Graham. Right? For for your permission for financially less fortunate people to be able to buy groceries. We're we're so glad (laughs) that you allowed all the peons in the universe to buy eggs and toilet paper. Go fuck yourself. But pretty much every stimulus check after that, gang, he doesn't approve. And I know people say the exact same thing. It makes people lazy. I've heard people say that, you know, they can't go out to eat because their favorite XYZ restaurant can't open up at regular hours. You want to know why? They don't have enough staff. Oh, 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 darn. People can't bring you your overpriced steak and your overpriced, watered-down alcohol. How will you ever see the next day? Right, well, the, there's, for, there's help wanted signs. What, just pick up and go? Shut the fuck up, right? If that's all you see, then your your social vision on a great day is myopic. If you can make more money sitting at home waiting on a check versus going and filling out an application to sling hash, the problem isn't the check. The problem is that we aren't paying enough for these people to want to go back to work. Do you guys know what the national average is for minimum wage? It's seven dollars and twenty five cents. Do you know what the national minimum wage was in the year two thousand? That was twenty one years ago. The national average for minimum wage twenty one years ago was seven dollars and twenty five cents. We aren't paying people enough money to live. And I guarantee you, the people who sit here and say it's making them lazy, seriously, go ask them. What what the definition, dollar-wise, is of, uh, what is it, living wage. Ten bucks if they couldn't tell you. Living wage is $15. That's not going to keep you rich, get you rich. It's just so that you can fucking live. That's why it's called a living wage, fuckface. But again, I'm wondering all for all the people <clears throat> who sit there and they use the excuse that this is not a level, uh, that $7.25 is enough. Just go get. I'm about to belch. Hold on. Mm, I just belch. Hashtag unprofessional. Again, $7.25. Gang, so that means if I work three hours at XYZ job, that nets me about, what, 25 bucks? I just filled up my gas tank. That, that's it. I have to work three hours to just fill up my gas tank. What about rent? What about utilities? What about gas? What about cell phone? What about medicine? I don't know, did I say anything about food? God forbid you want to have a little bit of fun, Right? Gang, $7.25 an hour does not get you shit. And I just talked about if it's just you. What if you have a kid? What about their diapers? What about laundry detergent? What about school supplies? What about school clothes? Right? And God forbid their little fucker wants to eat at school. Right? Right? Some places got free lunch programs. There are Republicans who are trying to get it stripped away. I remember some asshole said there is no corollary, there's no connection between academic achievement and hunger. Uncle Bobby disagrees, right? Again, if you think I'm bullshitting, go go notice, gang, go notice what you buy when you go make groceries. When, when your stomach isn't growling, you, you just go get what's on your list and you get out. Fuck around and make groceries while you're hungry. You're buying shit and when you get home, you're like, why the fuck did I get the 10-gallon jug of fucking mayonnaise at Sam's Club? No one eats this much mayonnaise. You're not even focused. You're literally eating while you're shopping and you're eating with your eyes. We are all distracted when we are hungry. Right? So again, you, you got to buy your kid's school lunch if you can't get the free lunch program where you are. What about if your kid gets fucking sick? Every kid breaks their arm. Every kid gets a little bit of trouble. Every time you take a breath, you were spending at least a dollar fucking 50. Now multiply that, that by you, your partner if you have one, your kids. What if you got a pet? Those fuckers need vet bills and food. My point is, the people who sit there and say that bullshit have never had to live off a of seven twenty-five an hour, and, and and there are some that actually have had to do it. And I, uh, to quote noted historian and philosopher Biggie Smalls, I can't rhyme about being broke anymore. I'm not broke. That man was humble enough to acknowledge he's not in the same spot he used to be. He can't complain about that shit. Talk about it. Maybe not complain. Right? And again, they said this was a fake video, but there was a video of P. Diddy in some, like, California mansion, right, with this incredible view. This fucker's got some infinity pool shit with with no walls. He just drops off the side of a mountain. It's beautiful. You know, he's got his fucking uh, assortment of exotic fruit, right? He jumps out of the pool, takes a bite of this fruit, jumps back in the pool, and the caption was something along the lines of, I grew up in New York in the projects. I'd wake up with roaches on me. Look at me now, right? So my point in bringing that up is, yes, there are people who came from nothing, who now have what seems to be everything. Don't forget where it is that you came from. Right and again, and the first example that came to, comes to mind is Adam Carolla. I used to love him on the Man show. He kind of turned into a prick, didn't he? I just need a reason to drink. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Jan and Truth, let's go. But Adam is one of these people who does all well, just work harder. And apparently, Adam had to work harder. Uh, He he worked shit jobs before he got his first comedy break. Now he's doing movies and sold out concerts, and now he's got a podcast, and now he has what he calls fuck you money. Look up fuck you money. I'm not going to go into that. This is already going to be a long fucking episode. But Adam is just one of those guys who shuts the door behind him. Right? Again, I, I, I... no, I don't think if you get right out of high school or college, your first job should pay you 750K a year. And there's nothing wrong with struggle. Struggle builds character. It does. It makes you appreciate shit. I'm all about the struggle. That's where you learn. But I also want the people who come behind me to have just a little bit easier path. Okay, as I'm sitting here recording, I gotta pick two pictures of my beautiful, beautiful niece sitting right here in front of me. One of them, she's smiling. The other one, she's kind of got this cute little smirk with the peace sign. I love this fucking kid. Do do I want her to scrape her knees? Yeah. Hell yeah. Experience is a great teacher. Do I want her to have it just a little bit easier than her uncle? 100 fucking percent. Right? But again, Adam is just one of those guys who's kind of shut the door behind him. Again, this is a great spot for a small break, riggedy break there, right? Because I want to really get into this. I don't want to rush this shit. Gang, I'm looking at the clock, and I'm pressing up on the 29-minute mark. Again. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. Again. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Again. Then I'll be back for part three of Gin and Truth. Let's go. Gin. All right, I'm black again. All right, gang, let's keep digging off an Adam fuck face Corolla there a little bit. And he does. He, he definitely has a rags-to-riches story. He does. Uh, he was uh, a construction grunt in the beginning, kind of an apprentice before he became like an actual construction guy, right? And he's like, he had so little money that, you know, after he took care of his basic nut, you know, rent, utilities and shit, he had so little money for food that he, I think he said he had enough money it's like two boiled eggs and an apple, right? That, that's what he would have for lunch when he went to the construction site. Now, when he saved his pennies and he was rolling in high cotton, he said he had enough money for like two apples and two hard-boiled eggs. And he was like, well, look at me now. Again, I can't argue his logic. And again, way to go, Adam Carolla. You really did it. But you're shutting the door behind the people who are coming after you. Yeah, you made it. You ate some shit. But again, maybe we're just wired differently. I would apparently you want people to go through just as much of a fucked up ass time as you did. Like I said about my beautiful niece. Yeah, I want her to fucking struggle a little bit. Builds character. Make sure appreciate shit. And again, experience is a great teacher. I can only tell her so many times, girl, do not put your hand on that fucking stove. Now, when she gets a little bit of singe and she's like, she starts crying, like, I told you, but you know what I'm going to do? Her uncle's going to go get her a fucking ice pack. Then I'm going to go get some ice cream. Like, you'll be okay. You know what she's not going to do anymore? She's not going to put her hand on the fucking stove. But the difference is, if I walked into a five-alarm fire and suffered third-degree burns over 70% of my body. And I'm like, well, fuck it, kid. I wouldn't do it. No. I would tackle her long before I let her step one foot close to that fucking five-alarm fire. I, I wouldn't do it. And again, I, I'm not going to shut the door behind my knees. Struggle is one thing. It's like football, gang. I told you all before, every generation of football player looks at the one previous and calls them pansies, right? It's like, suck it up. Again, I, I only have joke. Right? Again, I, I, I'm glad that these kids didn't go through what it is I went through. I just belched. Hashtag unprofessional. That one had a little bit of anger in it there, gang. No, Dr. Strange just got his cape. I love this fucking scene. This is a great movie. It was actually kind of underrated. I, I kind of like it. I kind of like it. I going back on it? Again, gang, I'm glad today's kids don't have to go through two-a-day practices. Two-a-day practices were fucking miserable. You got nothing out of it. And literally, by the time you got to your first game, it was just survival. Because you're still. Because here's how it works. So if you don't, two-a-days. It sounds like tour, right? 2 a day. That means two, three and a half hour practices, three hour practices a day. You back from 7 to 10, then like from 4 till 7 p.m. Oh, yeah. Don't forget. You got meetings. You got weights. It, it is literally probably 18 hours a day of physical fucking brutality. It is. Then, again, there's no breaks. You get like one day. And that's picture day. And by the time you get to picture day, every single one of us looks like fucking Grizzly Adams. So you go and you scrape all the hair off the side of your fucking face. You take a shower. You smile. You sleep for 12 hours straight. Oh, yeah. School starts in 24 hours. So now you got to go to class, right? Oh, yeah. By the way, now you still got weights three days a week. Oh, yeah. You got football practice. Oh, yeah. By the way, in five days... You're going to play Colorado in Boulder, Colorado. Two-a-days is fucking terrible. You know what they don't do anymore? They don't do two-a-day practices anymore, gang. And I'm glad they don't, because, again, there was no reason for it. Again, my generation, we didn't know what a concussion was. We really didn't. Every football player from the 80s and the 90s can tell you stories of someone who who was knocked out cold in the first quarter, and they were back in the game after halftime. I'm not lying. And I'm glad today's kids don't have to go through that because I'm not going to shut the door behind me. But you know what? had it really bad? My dad's generation. My dad's generation had three a days. That means you literally practice football for nine hours a day. Now, gang, my dad's football coach, and again, I laugh at my dad's stories. I really got to start recording my dad, especially now because, again, these these stories have literally changed my life. I've learned more about my family in the last 120 days than my first almost 50 years on the planet combined. But my dad's head football coach, they called him Smitty. Nobody likes Smitty. My dad is 75 years old. And my dad still says, if Smitty was on fire, I w- even if I had a full bladder, I would not whip my dick out to piss on him. And he was just an asshole. Now, again, in the NCAA now, you've got a 20-hour-a-week rule. In other words, football practice meetings cannot exceed 20 hours a week. Yes, trust me, there are ways around this. But back when my dad played, there was no such animal. Now, there were two things about Smitty's practice. One, at three o'clock sharp, your monkey ass had to be on the field. And my dad said, if you showed up at three o'clock in 17 seconds, you just quit. Just quit. Because Smitty would literally torture you. Your, your, your suffering would have been legendary. The Greek scribes would have written tragedies based on what Smitty did to you if you were literally 15 seconds late to one of his practices. This is shit that you can't do today, gang, right? I mean, apparently the torture was so bad, right? It was like fucking uh, Hellraiser, right? Uh, uh, Pinhead, right? Oh, no tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. Uh, what Smitty did to you was fucking stories of legend. And again, you can't do that anymore. So again, I, my dad is glad that I did not have to go to that because he did not shut the door behind him. The shit that I had to endure, I'm glad they've changed. Don't worry, I'm about to reel it all back in. I'm glad they changed because I don't want today's kids to have to go through what I went through. Again, everyone knows what CTE is now. We didn't know what it is back then. I'm glad. Oh, is it Sam Ellinger, the last big UT football quarterback just last year? Sam Ellinger, when he's my age, he will be able to walk. I need a hip replacement. Again, as my best friend, I, I look not bad, but I walk like a fucking cripple. I'm in chronic pain all the time. I'm glad today's kids don't have to go what I went through because I don't want to shut the door behind me. That's what the fuck it is I'm talking about, getting to reel it all back in after the world's longest analogy. and we're going to celebrate the world's longest analogy, hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Jane and Truth, let's go. Again, the Adam is and all these people who had to struggle financially off of probably less than seven twenty-five dollars an hour. Yes, it's good to struggle. But how much do you want the next generation to, to suffer? Don't you want it to be just a little bit better? So to reel it all back in, all the people talking about seven twenty-five dollars an hour, that it makes you lazy when you get the $1,300 check from the government, it's because you have no relationship to what the fuck it is you're saying. If you can stay home and make more money, of course you're going to do it. And you know what? If you were in that situation, you'd the exact same fucking thing. You're focusing on this big check from, coming from the government. What you're not focused on are the people who can't pay their bills otherwise. Again, again I just saw a tweet uh, a couple days ago at a $15 uh, uh, minimum wage, Means a $30 burrito from fucking Taco Bell. My first thing is, why the fuck are you eating a Taco Bell? You make bad choices with your life. But my second thing is, that has already been proven to be a failed experiment. Yet yeah, you want to eat your expensive steak, your overpriced drinks, pay those people enough money so they're motivated to go back to work. All right, gang, Uncle Bobby gave you a lot of problems today there, didn't he? That's what happens when Uncle Bobby takes a couple days off. But Uncle Bobby's not going to leave you hanging. So Uncle Bobby's going to give you a shit ton of fucking solutions. First one up, Rand Paul, shut the fuck up. Again, all these are our distractionary topics. You want to talk about a non-existent threat to guns? Fine. I'm going to talk about the non-existent threat to be able to buy celery. And as long as you want to sit here and talk about celery, we don't have to talk about women getting their rights stripped away from them in the Lone Star State. Again, please keep talking about Mr. Potato Head. Please keep focusing on a trans sock puppet. Please keep talking about Dr. Seuss. The world is going to burn until we focus on what's fucking important. Next one up, Josh, whatever the fuck your name is, shut the fuck up. Again, again, if your Jesus makes you do good things, I don't give a fuck about your Jesus. Again, pray to Shazam! I don't care. If Shazam makes you get the vaccine, I don't care. If Shazam makes you, I don't know, Help an elderly dog with no sight and no vision. I don't care. If Shazam makes you care for your, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I'm not gonna argue. It could be a dirty pair of socks or underwear. I don't care. But Josh's version of Jesus makes you not get a vaccine. It makes you cram in elbow to fucking elbow. I don't like is Jesus. His Jesus is a homicidal fucking prick. So his Jesus can eat a dick. Next one up, conservative men who don't know how a wet ass P word works. Shut the fuck up. Greg Abbott, I'm looking at you to sit there and say you can get abortion within the first six weeks means, again, you don't know the inner workings of a wet-ass P-word. But your wife does. Ben, your wife does. All you conservative men, your wife does. Oh, yeah, trust me. Again, she flakes on everything else. Please notice how she has never missed a fitness appointment ever. She shows up 15 minutes early with a smile on her face, Jack. Right? Right? She's getting her pussy busted. Your monkey ass to sitting there saying, oh, my wife, shut the fuck up. But to sit there and say that you got six weeks to get an abortion means you don't know jack shit about a woman's menstrual cycle. Again, six weeks, no woman sits there and rings the alarm bells because your menstrual... I, 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 my sisters who ran track... Probably had maybe four menstrual cycles a year, if that much. You're lean, you're mean. My girl Slim was fucking triple jumping out of the fucking pit. Never bled from her fucking vagina. That's another reason I didn't name. Muscularity, right? Amenorrhea, amenorrheic I think I said that right, ladies. I'm so sorry. That's why I need you on my fucking show to correct my dumb ass. You can go amenorrheic, I hope I'm saying that right, for many reasons. One of them is muscularity and fitness. If you don't have enough fat, I'm not going to do this show. I'm just going to have my ladies tell you that shit. You wouldn't want to know why? They're the experts, and I'm the fucking dumb sack of shit. But again, I know more than Greg Abbott does. And so to sit here and say that a woman has within six weeks to get an abortion means you don't know how this shit works, Greg. Again, you have made Texas worse. Lastly, but not leastly, the minimum wage. Shut the fuck up. Again, these stimulus checks don't make people lazy. These stimulus checks make people live. And if all you're focusing on is that you can't go out to eat at your favorite restaurant because your favorite restaurant can't fill their staff, then you're looking at the wrong shit. $7.25 7 25 an hour is what we were paying people literally 20 years ago. I, I hear these, I just belch, hashtag unprofessional. I hear these stories about these multi billionaires like Bezos, his ex, I just belch again, hashtag unprofessional. These multi billionaires are literally giving away billions of dollars a year. And in 2020, you donate $2.3 billion. In 2021, you make 19.7 billion fucking dollars. They can't sell this fucking money without making five times that the next year. Right? They're, we're doing something wrong. We've got people who would rather stay at home and get a government check than work. You fuckers see it as lazy. When instead, you should be thinking, why aren't we paying enough people to go to work? I like working when I say, I I think the overall, yes, yes, yes. You're going to find a chink in every system. Yes, yes, yes. You're going to find, the. I'm related to some of them. You're going to find those people who just would much rather just sit and get a check from Uncle Sugar. You're right. The majority of us like working. We really do. I exchange goods for cash, like everyone does. I like what I do, and I motivate it, one, because I like what I do. Two, I'm not paid too shabbily. If you're waiting for the mail to come because you're getting in a check that is more than what it is you would get if you worked 80 hours a fucking week, We're doing something wrong. Again, don't call them lazy. Make sure you call them what they are. And that is underpaid. Gang, the big guy's held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Gin and truth, let's go.
1: and truth.